0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Craig Dixon on The Maine Money Show. Good morning, Maine. Welcome to The Main Money Show.
1: My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. If at any point you want to learn more about what we're doing here on the show or a particular topic... You can visit our website, themainmoneyshow.com or theinvestmentexecutives.com. Also, um, everybody out there, if you need any additional information on this show or other shows or uh, retirement planning in general, feel free to give us a call at 855-MAKE-SENSE. That's sense with an S. That's eight five five We're really pumped up about the show today. Yeah. Uh, Tony Shore is here with me. And we're raring to go, ready to get the ball rolling and get things uh, started out right. We're going to talk today about five traits of successful teams. And just wanted to introduce to you, everybody, Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony?
0: Good. And that's not teens. No, no, no. T E N S. That's teams as sports teams. teams. And Correct. a sports analogy, let's get the ball rolling. You've already started. And yes. I know you're a big basketball fan and sports fan. So. Uh, this is going to be a great show. I just know it. Thanks for having me on, Craig. And, yeah, it's fun. Uh, you have such great resources. Uh, the Main Money Show, is it .com?
1: The Main Money Show .com, yes. Yeah,
0: that's an awesome website where people can uh, they can play this show, past shows, subscribe yep. as a podcast. Plus, uh, if they put their information in there, they'll get a complimentary income toolkit uh, retirement Income Toolkit, which is really great, packed full of great information. Uh, some uh, tax uh, planning info, things like that. Um, also, just other retirement planning information, all yes, good sir. stuff. Uh, but the show today, Craig, it's an interesting topic because, you know, it's something that every business owner could stand to revisit, every person out there. What makes a successful team work? I, I like that. Winning. Ah, winning. That's the answer.
1: <laughs> that helps every team be successful. Winning. In the immortal
0: words of Charlie Sheen, duh, winning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Duh, winning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm winning yeah. here. I'm winning there.
1: Always winning. Yeah. ABW, always be winning.
0: <laughs> uh, I anyway, think there's it, more to it than that, though, Craig.
1: No, no, there is. There is. And and the path to success, uh, you know, it can be different for everybody, but successful teams in sports... And in business or even your your team at home, the home team, you know, you often have similar traits and abilities and a knack to work together. And we just saw a New England team win the World Series, the Boston Red Sox. And they were an incredible team, a ton of wins in the regular season. They went on to really um, just crank through, as far as I'm concerned, the playoffs and the World Series. And. Put another one under their belt. So congratulations to them on being a successful team. And now we're yeah. hopefully going to be able to say at the end of the show, congratulations to you on how you could be a successful team in the financial world, whether it's, like right. I said, with your family or or whatever you're doing out there in the realm of uh, financial planning, whether it's a business um, or your home. Um, but uh, I want to reference CNBC's uh, L Kaplan. And she reviewed a five year long Google study on maximizing effectiveness and analyzed the results in her article. And Google found the most successful teams share these five traits. So we wanted to get into the five traits that those successful teams share. Share. So today, we're gonna to look at those, identify those, figure out a strategy to implement those or you know, bring those to fruition within your own team. And Google, which we all know is a worldwide leader in technology and innovation, executed the research project under the name Project Aristotle. The study uh, led to some very interesting results. And one of the the first things that Google researchers concluded is that when evaluating a team's success, the individual members of the team were less important than how well they worked with one another.
0: Oh, I like that. And that is so true. So I, I like that the individual members of each team were actually less important than how well the team worked together with each other. Uh, that's a key uh, right there before we even jump in. Uh, so what are yep. these traits, though, that make a team successful, Craig? What did this uh, Project Aristotle, was it?
1: Aristotle, oh, okay. yes. I, I wanted yeah. to
0: say Socrates for a minute. Uh, what did Project Aristotle uncover?
1: That's ludicrous.
0: Ah, I get it. <laughs>
1: um, well, the first trait discussed on the article uh, is likely the hardest trait to achieve, Um, psychological security. Psychological security is personal and different, obviously, for each person. And the individual feels comfortable in the group and willing to take risks. Um, So to share information or ideas without the fear of being mocked or embarrassed. In short, they feel comfortable and secure. And this allows for the team to function at a higher level. So they're just whatever the team is doing or however the team is working, they can feel like they're a part of the team. They can feel they can they can say what's you know on their mind, what's in their hearts, and not be scorned or um, you know be looked at as an outcast for doing that. They're all part of the team. They're all together. They all understand. They all kind of bring everybody in their inner circle, no matter what's going on.
0: Ah, I see. Well, that makes sense. Um, it sounds like having that feeling of safety is an important one to a team, but. How does this apply to financial planning or retirement? That's the question I'm wondering, and probably a lot of our listeners as well.
1: Well, Tony, sure. One of the uh, one of the ways that we here at Investment Executives work with clients to create that feeling of security is our um, COMRA, which we've talked about before, the Color of Money Risk Analysis. And um, that 11-question assessment an- analyzes your uh, risk tolerance, and the result of the assessment is a risk-tolerance score that's helpful you know, for you to, I guess, categorize your retirement assets depending on your personal needs and goals, it segments it into uh, three categories that are easy to follow based on the color. And for example, there's red, yellow, and green money. And that's how we label those three.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously we've talked about this color of money before, uh, but it's a very useful tool um, red, yellow, and green money. Uh, but once again, Cash is green to me. Uh, the money in my pocket's uh, greenbacks. uh What are we talking about? Monopoly money or maybe some of that funny Canadian money? Uh, that's the multicolored bills there. Uh, they get funky with their money colors. They do, Greg.
1: yeah. It seems like the whole world gets funky with the colors of their bills, except the U.S., just simply green. But that's not a bad thing. But yeah. Well, to clarify, Tony, we're not dealing with other currencies from other countries, red, yellow, and green money refers to the potential of risk of the asset. So all the money in your pocket is in fact green, but the investments you have, we want to divvy them out so we can figure out how to treat them, you know, how to put them in something that's a little safe, something that's the middle of the road, and then something that's a little more risky. So we have a balance and basically, you know, you want to match the potential risk to your risk tolerance to help create the type of psychological security that project Aristotle referred to. And the peace of mind that comes with having your assets, um, risk match your tolerance is valuable to many of our clients. It just gives an easy map on how to deal with each segment of money.
0: Sure. So we're not talking about monopoly money then, or Canadian funny money. Uh, how, how do you define red, yellow, and green money?
1: Well, first of all, um, red money. Let's talk about red money. Uh, Those are the assets with a return that's obviously not guaranteed and it can carry varying levels of risk. Um, There's obviously an opportunity for growth with red assets, but you need to make sure you're prepared to proceed with caution because obviously those those that can go up can also come down. So it's the money that may be in the market that can make a 20% gain or it could be a negative 20. So it depends on what you're looking at and how much uh, risk you're willing to take. It could be Um, different things, uh, uh, varying investment types, but you got to know there's a a level of risk with your red money that you could end up with less than you started.
0: Sure. Um, Yeah, so red money is like stocks and things like that where there's always risk. Um, uh, What about yellow money then?
1: So yellow money assets, they're more secure than red money but still need to, um, I guess, be examined with caution and the growth potential may be less than red money. So you're going to, it's like if you're looking at a um, maybe sound wave, something really, really loud, like a bang, it it spikes way up. That would be the red money. And then if you got a, you know, lower sounds, littler sounds, obviously that's going to be yellow. The wave is going to be less. So little ups and little downs, but still, you know, still an inherent risk in those. It could be real estate, could be variable annuities, mutual funds, bonds, and obviously some stock. But we can smooth out the ride, so to speak, with the yellow money.
0: And you're actually hitting the radio desk to I was. illustrate about the that. sounds. That's.
1: I'm hoping Craig. everybody could hear that. Yeah, let me try again.
0: Yeah, don't, yeah. don't ever do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig. All right. So, um, obviously, yellow equals caution, and that makes sense. I often have to remind my kids, Craig, that yellow doesn't mean floor it before it turns red. Uh, uh so, you know, yeah, I say do true. do as daddy says, not as he does. <laughs> um, but what about the more traditional color that we associate with the uh, green money?
1: Green money. Greenbacks.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, those are the assets designed to have principal protection and provide a more stable option. So um, your growth potential in the green money bucket, so to speak, uh, it has less potential than the red or the yellow money, but... You can also have more comfort knowing your assets are potentially more secure and available to provide the income stream you need in your retirement years. And I talk a lot about this on on many of our shows that we've done about, you know, solidifying your retirement income so you can pay for your monthly bills that come in month after month. You want to have mailbox money to cover all those bills that come in the mailbox. So examples of green money would be government bonds savings, uh, and life insurance with cash value, money market accounts, and obviously cash, but your potential for growth in those is uh, obviously substantially less than red, red or yellow money.
0: So what you're saying is by examining this color of money risk analysis and comparing it to our actual investments, we can make adjustments to our investments. And I think that helps us gain a psychological safety then. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, that's right, Tony. And, um, You know, I recommend that they take the color of money risk analysis at least once a year or after a major life change, something big has happened and they want to reallocate. That's a good time to do it. That way they make sure that they're still aware of their risk tolerance level at every incident in their life and at every passing year.
0: All right. Well, it's very good. Makes a lot of sense once again. Our time is up for this first segment of the show. Is there anything else you want to share before we take a quick break here, Craig?
1: Yes, I wanted to let everybody out there know that if they visit our website, theinvestmentexecutives.com or themainmoneyshow.com or call us at 855-625-3736, we can set them up with the main money map. Um, and I've talked about this on the last couple shows, but what it is is a eight-step process that allows you to figure out all your financial uh, ups and downs, what you got to do, the ins and outs and how to plan for that. What it does is gets everything organized for you and in a concise one sheet method you can go over everything. And what it means is that you'll be better prepared and know where to reallocate and reposition your money um, and your assets so that they perform better now and to and through retirement.
0: Well, that sounds good, Craig. And listeners, stay tuned to listen and learn more of these traits that make teams successful and how they can impact your financial life with our host, Craig Dixon, here on the Main Money
2: Show. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call The Investment Executives. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 855 Make SENSE or visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com.
1: Welcome back to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. If at any point during our show you want more information, just give us a buzz, 855-625-3736. Or you could visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com. And uh, don't forget to sign up for the iTunes or Google Play to catch all of our episodes. And today we're talking about what makes teams successful and how you can use those traits of successful teams to make sure your retirement strategy is set up to succeed and obviously meet your long-term goals. And the traits are the result of a five-year Google study called Project Aristotle. And the first trait that we talked about was psychological security and how the color of money risk analysis can help you um, find that psychological security in your assets. And Tony and I were getting into it in in quite a bit of depth and we're gonna continue on here, so. to, uh, hopefully, you'll stay tuned with us.
0: Oh, definitely. And it's been a great show so far. So what's the next trait from this Project Aristotle study that you want to talk about?
1: Uh, dependability. Dependability. In, succe- in successful teams, each member has a specific role and knows their part of the bigger picture. And the entire team knows the plan and the big picture goal. And this allows each member of the team to strive for that common goal. So Google identifies three actions that can help teams establish a culture of dependability. And those three are clarify roles and responsibilities of team members. Number two is develop concrete project plans to provide transparency into every individual's work. And then number three, talk about some of the uh, conscientiousness research.
0: Oh, wow. It uh, sounds like some heavy stuff. Conscientiousness research. <laughs> Just, I, I can barely that say it. Uh, it Tongue twister. But they sound like good actions. How can these three steps be associated with our retirement?
1: That's a good question. So um, let's look at the first one. Clarify roles and responsibilities of team members. And when you think of your financial pic- picture, um, think of your assets. So 401k, uh, pension, and Social Security all as members of your team. They each have a role in your retirement, especially when it comes to your income. What will each of them provide you on a monthly basis? Will it you know, will it cover your expenses? Is there a gap that needs to be addressed? So each part of your retirement portfolio plays a role on your team of retirement.
0: Well, they all work together toward the goal of your financial security and retirement then too, right?
1: Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. They absolutely do. And Each part of your financial life plays a role in your financial security and the team is all working obviously towards that same goal. So now let's let's think about the second action within dependability, develop concrete project plans to to provide transparency. And this one seems to me um, to line up with that potential income gap. So a concrete strategy can give you the transparency needed to identify if there is any income gap, you know, if you need to fill that. And once, you know what you might be missing or lacking in income going into retirement. Then you can take the steps to address the situation and, you know, fill the plugs on, uh, on the team of what needs to be, um, brought up to snuff, so to speak.
0: Yeah, that sounds good too. And it seems like a lot of solid actions to take. Um, I'll be honest, that last one you mentioned though, still throws me off a bit. Conscientiousness research. What is that?
1: Well, honestly, it's a uh, it's a fancy way of saying that setting goals, being organized and having a strategy can set you up for success. And as reported in the Business Insider article, the personality trait predicts success. University of Illinois psychologist Brent Roberts, um, who studies conscientiousness, explains that uh, conscientious people always have a strategy. And if if something were to fail, They'll always have a strategy that will help them recover from the failure so they're very well planned out people they're probably more type a personalities if you will but just having a plan in place and then a backup plan to that plan in case it falls through so there's always sort of like a safety net feature
0: right uh it's good to have that safety net isn't it
1: oh absolutely absolutely
0: yeah so somebody who has a set plan outline or strategy with somebody like yourself a financial professional uh, could then be considered a conscientious person, right?
1: Absolutely, Tony. And and uh, that strategy will help them deal with potential changes or fluctuations in their personal economy. In fact, that ties in directly with the next trait from the CNBC article, structure and clarity. And clear communication and goals are essential to um, successful teams. So you know, working with your financial services professional and comprehensively defining your goals can help you work towards those goals. And what do you know what I always say, Tony, is you can't have a goal unless it's written down. If you do, it's just a dream or a wish. So I think it's, it is really important to write that down, the structure and clarity of it and the written goals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I imagine it's it's good to write stuff down. It's like my grandpa Whelan always said, if you want to waltz, you have to know the steps.
1: That's true. Reminds me of what my grandfather said. What did he say? He said, if it doesn't stop raining, it'll be the first time it never did stop raining. (laughs) I don't know if that has anything to do with remembering (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah, but there is structure and communication within every team, obviously, or at least every successful team. Um, And to continue your dance metaphor, it's not just making sure everyone knows the steps it's communicating with your team as to the style uh, tempo and emotion of the dance as well so we all want to match up we all want to line up we all want to be uh doing synchronized dancing not synchronized swimming tony synchronized dancing and and in our realm we're doing synchronized financial dancing we want everything to work perfectly together in concert and move forward to that magical wonderful golden year of retirement
0: yeah and that's what we're all working toward now our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take another break here? No. Oh, well, then, listeners, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but we got to go to break. Uh, Craig, <laughs> just, thanks for the one-word answer. Just, uh, oh, it, it clarifies things, cleans it up a bit. No, but seriously, no. tell our listeners, give them at least your phone number and your web address before we go to break.
1: Our phone number is 855-625-3736. Company name, investment executives, our website, theinvestmentexecutives.com. And our process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they'll have the comfortable retirement that they worked so hard for, knowing that they'll have all team members of their retirement plan working in concert and moving towards, like I said, those golden years to and through retirement and creating a uh, dependable, predictable income that will fill all the necessary, um, bills that you have that come in the mailbox. We want to have money coming in at the same time those bills come in to offset any costs that you have and be able to live comfortably through your entire, uh, retirement decade or decades.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's key. So listeners stay tuned. We are going to take a quick break and then come right back with more from our amazing host, Craig Dixon here on the main
2: money show. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At The Investment Executives, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 855 Sense, or visit us at TheInvestmentExecutives.com to learn more. Welcome
0: back to Financial Rock Radio with our host, Craig Dixon, in the mornings. Uh, Yeah, it's actually the main money show with our host, Craig Dixon, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. And today we've been talking about what makes teams successful, not teens, but teams, and how we can use those traits to make sure our retirement strategy is set up to succeed And so it's going to meet those long-term goals that we need to have uh, for retirement. And so far, Craig, you talked about psychological safety, dependability, structure, clarity. These are some of the traits. Uh, A lot of these are from that Google study uh, about teams and teamwork called Project Aristotle. Uh, What are we going to talk about in this last segment?
1: So last segment, I'd like to combine the last two traits from the Project Aristotle study into one discussion. And the last two traits are meaning and impact. And meaning can be a sense of pur- uh, of purpose or um, perceiving value in the work itself. and meaning is different for each of us. The value could be teamwork, uh, creativity or, or, or simply financial. Impact is more about the results of the work, the end result, the the domino effect, if you will, and how does the work affect others?
0: Right. And that's key, obviously. Those certainly seem valuable for a team, but how does that connect to retirement or our financial future?
1: So to me, there's a clear connection between meaning and impact and fulfillment and legacy. A sense of purpose is vital to retirement. Ask yourself these questions. What are your dreams and goals? What do you hope to do, see, and achieve? Simply, what does your retirement mean to you?
0: Right. That's a great question to ask right there. Uh, So tell us more then uh, about this. I I mean, I'm sure the meaning is a personal connection. Each of the meanings mentioned in that Google study could apply then, right?
1: Oh, so true, Tony. Um, You know, financial security, supporting family, uh, again, helping the team succeed or self-expression are all great options for meaning. It's quite likely that for many individuals, true meaning comes in some combination of those plus so many more possibilities that are out there or just kind of like, Living in your brain of what you what you see is, you know that success. So regardless of the details or ingredients to your meaning, that meaning puts the entire retirement journey into a um, uniquely personal perspective. And we often talk about retirement plans and how they're different for everybody. And I think it's like a fingerprint. You may talk to your friend who's doing one style of investment Um, but it doesn't fit for you because you're a different person entirely than what you think in your head. You may have the same 401K, but you definitely don't have the same retirement plans. Um, They may be close, but each person is different, just like the fingerprints they have on their hands.
0: Sure, sure. Ah, the old fingerprint analogy.
1: I know, I know. Uh,
0: But you've talked about impact and legacy. Tell us about the connection there.
1: Well, one of the recommendations from Project Aristotle was how leaders could... um, Uh, foster the idea or trait of impact in their teams. The report suggests uh, reflect on the work you're doing and how it impacts users or clients and the organization. So in my opinion, that equates very clearly to legacy.
0: Yeah. 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 And uh, what about, yeah, it's really what you're doing and how it impacts others then?
1: Yeah, exactly. And legacy as in, you know, what you will leave behind. That doesn't necessarily only mean money or inheritance. The the time that you spend and then memories that you create are just as important as, if not more important than your financial legacy. A, A successful team or, in this case, retirement strategy outline should also consider the legacy that you will leave behind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Obviously, uh, people don't like to talk about the legacy and, you know, plant, put off planning for it. But if you really care about your loved ones, uh, your mm. spouse or your children, or even if it's just a charity or a church, something like that, right. uh, if you really care about your family or a legacy, uh, you gotta have it planned out. Uh, don't put it off. Uh, you know, we've talked about that on other shows, but teamwork, uh, makes the dream work. Uh, that's for, oh, we mentioned that's that in another show but that's perfect for this show isn't it
1: yeah it is yep. yeah yeah you can you can see how teams just you just i don't know you get like this sense of teams that just have this click about them you know how they talk about clicks in high school and college and stuff like that i think a team has that click they all get along they all understand each other they're all working towards the same goal um, they' they're compliments and supplements to each other so it all works nicely and everything comes to fruition in the end when there's a successful team that you know gets to that championship level it's just um, something special about that
0: yeah yeah there is and I think that's oh so important now obviously uh, teamwork whether it's uh, sports business teams or uh, a financial team like you your spouse and a financial advisor, Uh, You need to put a team in place to help you reach your goals in retirement because things change so fast, it gets so complicated, and that's something that you do for your clients, right?
1: Yeah, we pull our entire team together, and you and I, Tony, have talked about it in the past, but we're trying to create a one-stop shop here at Investment Executives. We do a lot of stuff now. We do... um, you know, Medicare planning. We have an agent who specializes in that over 32 years. We do taxes, we do insurance. Um, So we run the gamut on pulling a team together. We have uh, several attorneys that we work with and we see people go through the process in life where things do change and alter. And those people that really didn't put a good team together, um, they're scrambling at the end to make everything uh, work together and, and finish up the way they had wanted it to. And had they done it many years before, it would have been a lot easier coming into the finish line.
0: Well, obviously. And, and I think it's important for our listeners to understand that uh, they should get questions answered by a trusted financial professional. And I know you're more than willing to meet with them and talk with them. And there's no obligation, that initial consultation, they can talk with you, walk away and just do their own, decide to do their own thing. Or if they want to continue working with you, you can move on from there. But it's a very valuable meeting. You're going to give them some personalized reports. How do they set up that complimentary consultation with you, Craig?
1: Uh, just give us a buzz or visit our website. Um, the phone number is 855-MAKES-SENSE. It's sense with an ass, so you can remember that easily. Um, and then our website is theinvestmentexecutives.com, or if you remember better, the uh, themainmoneyshow.com. Either way works with us. And if you get in touch, we will definitely sit down with you. No stress environment. Like Tony said, you can decide to work with us or go in a different direction in Tyler, either another advisor or by yourself. I would recommend, however, working with an advisor and trying to create that team of professionals around you to get you to that finish line, that retirement finish line.
0: Yeah. And I think that's key. Now on that note, uh, we're out of time completely for today's show. Give that phone number one more time.
1: I thought you said we were out of time completely.
0: We are, but just for that phone number, Craig.
1: 855 65 3736.
0: All right. Thanks, Craig and listeners. That does do it for today's episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at the Investment Executives